Alright. Okay. And so it is time for Folk With Us. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to tonight's episode of Folk With Us. I am Rachel. Eric. Tam. Tam. And uh, we do have a guest tonight from the Lunch Podcast, from Role Players Are Wonderful, and also you've probably seen his very good art. It's our friend Alex. Welcome to hey, the show. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for being on. Yeah. I don't know if they've seen my art. It's not that good, but uh, I appreciate the compliment. Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll definitely share this snake one on the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited I about ju- that. I drew some snake lore. Make yeah, sure and subscribe to the Patreon where we are selling Alex's art. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Sorry, I'm pulling up my stuff. How's it going? Good. Um, really quick, I do need to open the barrel uh, just so that we can unleash our very good sound themes. Um, so everybody okay. might need We're to stand right to back. The yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm your uncle. Heck, Zaria. This is me. Barrel. So I did hint that uh, Alex might know a little bit about the theme that we're doing this time. Um, uncle Hank, do you want to introduce it? Well, I don't know much about this theme, but I heard y'all talking about some of them video games. Oh. I'm in no. Ferris undress, watching me get undressed. Sex is so nice. I say you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss, but it's fair perfume on. Mamma mia! Play a video game. It's video games. Hell yeah. Wow, Mario loves it. <laughs> yeah. He's enchanted by Lana Del Rey as well. I mean, who isn't? And uh, this is a folksy podcast. Really. <laughs> yes. but, <laughs> but I guess that's fine. Sure, we can talk about that. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm down to talk about that. Yeah. It's a mix. It's a nice uh, a blend. Oregon Trail, that's one of them. Oh, yeah. We talk about that. Have yeah, you played any not. new ones recently? <laughs> a- any new Oregon Trails? I don't know if they've made a new Oregon Trail. That would be uh, amazing. You think, yeah, you'd think they would do a reboot. Yeah, with a little uh, nostalgia that's, stuff. That's, that's the folksiest video game I can think of. Uh, maybe there's some more. I don't, I don't, uh, Is Hearthstone sure. pretty folksy? I don't know. Is what? Hearthstone, the card game? No, I don't think so. Oh, no, okay. A, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I had You're seen, a, like, someone play it for five seconds, and it seemed like it was, like, set in a tavern. Sure, yeah. And they were, like... Um, it's, it, I mean, it's set in, like, a magic tavern. And also, I don't think... You're, you're not allowed to talk about it right now because of China. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so unfortunately, you just broke the boycott, and that's <laughs> okay. that's really that's really problematic for you. I guess you 
don't support uh, democracy in uh, in Hong Kong. But, yeah, we're going to. That's okay, I guess. We'll edit that out for sure. I am a patriot. Getting, Cousin LeBron James getting canceled before episode 10. I mean, that's a record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, that, um, I mean, that's a pretty good transition to our apology segment. Yeah, that, yes. All right, let's, uh, let's get into it. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Look, sometimes people say things when they're gaming, but that's not who I am. I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of misses. Now it's my time to listen. Yes. <laughs> I love that sound. I love that. I mean, it's it's very long. It's it's is. I I would say probably it should be too long to play every episode. But it's probably it's the best thing. I I, I love that that little intro so much. That makes me. They're, 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 they're some of the historically uh, the best apologies probably ever. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something I enjoy hearing every time is the how joyfully we say it's my time to listen. Yeah, because you're excited. Yeah. Because you're like, well, you messed up. But now, <laughs> now you're ready to, to kind of be better and maybe maybe just be quiet for a few months and then just kind of <laughs> act, act, act like nothing happened. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And everybody supports you. Yep. Um, okay, so we did kind of broach this subject before, but... Uh, Alex, when I was on lunch podcast, I did immediately say something about uh, how I didn't want boomers to listen to our show. Now that is mm-hmm. yep. the culture is changing. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, yeah, I'm starting to realize that maybe um, I don't know. It might have been an ignorant statement. Ever since that one boomer lady said uh, earlier today or yesterday that boomers have all the money, we've decided that. Actually, we want boomers to listen to the show and subscribe to the Patreon yeah. where we sell Alex's art. <laughs> that was a wild tweet, honestly. That's a pretty, it, it's, it's a really good argument. And it makes you think like, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have been saying bad things about these guys because they are kind of good now. Yeah, yeah. I they, definitely have to reconsider. They got all the money, yeah. which proves that they're good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it I think uh, it's fine to make fun of boomers because I, mean, I know that it's a, uh, you should be focused on class and not generational mm. divides, but it is still funny. So <laughs> okay. uh, I, it's, it's fine to me. I think okay. it's fine. I mean, you know what they say. Class, oh. grass or ass. <laughs> I say that all the time. I just wonder what Gannon's up to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of boomers, is Ganondorf? Is, is Ganondorf a boomer? Oh, yeah, he's, like, real old. No, I don't think that's true. Okay, well, I retract that statement. <laughs> no, I think Ga- Ganondorf's, like, uh... I, I don't... He's not... I guess he's older than Link. I wouldn't call him a boomer. I don't think he's part of the baby boom generation <laughs> in Hyrule. I don't think that's You may true. have a point. He's definitely got the boomer attitude, though, which... That mm. actually... It, it kind of goes a long way. I think Ganondorf's just a classic Chad. He's just like a really cool guy. <laughs> Wait, is he the green one with uh, the no. red hair? The evil one? No, who's the green one? Wait, are we talking about Zelda? He's, he is <laughs> yeah. evil, but he's not, he's not green. Who's no, the... he's like a... He's the guy from the desert. I mean... Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a desert desert look to him. He's made of rocks? And he's, he's ripped. 
I'm looking this up. He's not made of rock. That's a Goron, I believe. You're That's yeah, a Goron. I was thinking of yes. Gorons. Which I did think they were rocks, but are they like a mammal, I guess? Like a mole? Okay, I don't know who the fuck this is. Who's the guy that is in Ocarina of Time and he's evil? He's like the main I antagonist. I mean, probably again. Yeah. Oh, why but does he not... look hot now? Oh, because he is. <laughs> I thought he he's used... always He's always been hot. Because <laughs> he's got all the money, because he's a boomer. Exactly. Yeah. He used it for glow up. Well. He's got all the rupees. So, I, I, he does sometimes turn into a giant pig, and maybe that's what co- kind of trips you up, is like you're not used to seeing him hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think in his normal form, he's super hot. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, on this show, we're definitely a Blue Lives Matter show, and we support the police, so we actually like him more in his giant hog form. Okay, well, I don't, it's not, you're not supposed to call those guys pigs. They just, they don't like that. Oh, you're bad. a platinum pussycat. You know how to swing. Nice Charlies, too. Give him a shake for the Ben man, will you? Okay. Is that Fallout? Yeah, that's from Fallout. That's Matthew Perry when he was a voice actor in Fallout. Oh, huh, I, I, I don't recognize that one. Damn. That was Matthew Do you play Perry. Uh, New Vegas? I have, yeah. I just uh, I, I, Maybe it's an audio quality issue, or maybe it's just because I haven't... Who did he play in Fallout? He was uh, Benny, the... Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. Benny, yeah. The kind of main villain, but not really. Yeah, Benny. Right, and if you have the Black Widow perk, you can seduce him, and you get oh. to hear Matthew Perry say, shake your, shake your Charlies for me, and... Oh, then... wow, okay. I, yeah, I guess I never went down that path. Yeah, That's, well, yeah, I mean, you can just... watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different paths you can take, and I guess one of them was not where I seduced the guy <laughs> in the, like, ch- checkerboard suit. Yeah, that tried to murder you. Well, I'm fine with that. It's just business, but I just—he's <laughs> not, not a hot-looking guy. Yeah, but Matthew Perry's voice. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's always exciting when <laughs> when they get a voice actor for a video game and makes them read a bunch of bullshit about like the platinum chip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Could this place when they be any more right. of a wasteland? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Did you have an apology? Um, I couldn't think of any apologies, but. Um, when I was listening to the bonus app that I was unfortunately absent for, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking of like some stuff. I've completely forgot it because I didn't write it down, which is my style. But one thing I do remember is the uh, when you were talking about like Munchausens, yeah, the one little girl who like her mom, yeah, was like teaching her. That is on Hulu. It's called the Act, and it's, it sounds pretty pretty wild. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that before, but... And then Trixie dressed up like her for Halloween. That Do you know what we're true. talking about, Alex? Uh... Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't either. Um, she was like a... I mean, I know what Munchausen's is <laughs> by <laughs> proxy. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about Netflix shows, sorry. That's fair. I guess she's like one of the most recent yeah, it was cases. Like, and then uh, she like killed her mom, and that's like... Mm. Yeah. And, and the series like a true crime... I can't say her name because her name is also a slur, uh, but we'll oh. call her Gibby. Ooh, okay. Can oh. I guess what her name is? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the apology okay. segment, so you're safe. <laughs> okay, well, like, there's one slur that is a name a lot of times. Yeah, it's yeah. It's probably that one. Mm. It's probably, like, it would be crazy if it was a different slur. Exactly. Yeah, you can just say uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's that one. The N-word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, and then I have one more apology, which is Tim. Yes. Dragula is good. I finally watched it. Oh my god, yes. Which one did you start with? Just the first episode I 
watched it at work, and um, it's really good because it's like RuPaul's Drag Race, except there's not like the shameless self-promotion, and at one point when the drag queens like fail the challenge, they get buried alive. <laughs> yes. And uh, bugs put on them. Yeah, so, so yeah, it was pretty good. It was a classic, uh, you have to become an evil witch. And, yeah, it was a cool challenge. Like and on the, on the runway, they throw water on you, and you have to act like you're melting, like the witch. <laughs> and five stars. Yeah, it's good if you like fashion, scary things, really over-the-top acting, and uh, people being buried alive. <laughs> so yeah, I acknowledge that Dragula is good. I appreciate it. I accept your apology during the apology segment. Oh, that's funny. Thank you. That's a good sound. Yep. I never played one of those games, but I know. What? You're missing out. I mean, is there one on the Nintendos or is that like a PlayStation? Yeah. On GameCube, they uh, ported the Twin Snakes was the port of the original game that was on GameCube. And by the way, it's pretty awesome. Yes. And they added in a scene where he like kicks a missile and it redirects the missile and some people were upset about that but i oh. think it's a good it was pretty tight though, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> it was good that should be in every game yeah those games are good um i picture that scene being like done in ms paint for some reason <laughs> yeah yeah they added it in and they did a really bad job <laughs> like it's just one one guy just really wanted to do that <laughs> it's like a flash animation it changed the entire series like how that missile landed <laughs> I do remember watching Eric play one of the Metal Gear games, and I had never seen it before, but there were so many, like, points when I would just look over, and he would have, like, set the controller down because the cutscenes were, like, so fucking long. And he would just be, like, yeah, holding well, his arms. Yeah, that's, that's how you know it's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it's honestly, like, the first game was pretty cool. I liked 1 and 2 a lot. 3 I mm-hmm. never played very much, and then Rachel saw me playing 4. <laughs> Wait, is 3 the good one? Three is the best one. Yeah, three is the three is like the best game, in my opinion. Yeah, really? the best one. Yeah, you're messing out on three. And four is like embarrassingly bad. No, the four and is then, the one that she saw me playing. Where it's just like most of the time the controller was just sitting there because it's just like you do like ten minutes of walking and then it's like, okay, now yeah. it's time for fifty minutes of cutscenes and like you just wish you could save the game, but you can't. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't, and you have to, uh, you know, have to show that you're committed to, to, to getting through this and learning all about uh, the Patriots or whatever. And it's like that new uh, Oregon Trail, Death Stranding, also full of very long cutscenes. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, trying to avoid any spoilers for it because I, I, I'm so busy right now, I don't have time to play it. So I, I'm trying to avoid hearing anything about Death Stranding, mm. although I think yeah, it's, it's probably going to be. I think it's probably going to be bad, so I'm not too worried about there it. There was but. a tight Arby's commercial for it. Really? Yeah. It was like Arby's, and they had the sauce uh, on, like, one of... The, it was, like, on sort of, like, paper, I guess, that had the title of the game spelled out, and then they made it do the deal where it was, like, running down, like, the logo looks. Oh, yeah, they do a lot Dude, of Dude, that's those. fucking righteous. <laughs> I love that shit. It's just weird for me that it's like Arby's, but I hear they do a lot of ads well, they for did games. a similar thing to Dragon Age. They were like promoting Dragon Age. And they did a uh, Adventure Time. Adventure yeah, Zone I think they they try to be locked in on pop culture, mm-hmm. which is what I like about them. It seems weird, though, for Arby's to be like, like, I just don't imagine that being their demographic. It's like people who are playing Death Stranding and like, like the Adventure Zone. Right. I don't see why not. I yeah. Mean, 
it's not not their demographic, right? Like, I mean, I eat food, right? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely better than than some fast food Twitter accounts. I mean, I, it's, oh, it definitely yeah. feels feels very you know forced and uh, probably shouldn't interact with it or talk about it just to not help them uh, with their with their advertising. But it's definitely way better than like you know Wendy's. I think I think though the forced feeling with Arby's actually makes me relate to it because that's how I come across when I'm actually being sincere. Like it's really forced because Don't it's not say natural this. for me to like. They will like they're gonna put this in their fucking data. I'm trying to get a job out of this. They're gonna hire me as their <laughs> yeah. social media. They're person. like we need a depressed millennial. I'm just gonna turn it so <laughs> awkward that like people will start eating at Arby's because they think it's like they feel funny. bad. Yeah. Okay, are we good with apologies? I say yes. Rimpy fervor perbidex, wara ufa munarex. Rimpy fervor perbidex, wara ufa munarex. The simlish version of last Friday night. Yeah, that's Katy Perry singing nice. in Sims version or uh, Sims language. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Simglish. Yeah. <laughs> I... Which I, I'm learning on Duolingo right now. <laughs> I really wish that were a thing. <laughs> that and Klingon, which yeah, I'm pretty sure they real. actually have. And uh, High Valyrian, which I don't even know what that oh is, God. but that's on Duolingo. Is that, Game, they of, that, that on Game of Thrones, isn't it? I didn't know that was like a whole language. Mm-hmm. They have Dothraki, too. Jesus. Yeah, it's after after uh, the... Who's the Lord of the Rings guy? It's not J.K. Rowling, but he has a name with letters in it. <laughs> J.K. Tolkien. Yeah, him. Like, he was, like, an actual linguist, and I guess so he would do stuff like that, and now everyone feels like that you, that's one of the things you have to do for your fantasy book, mm-hmm. is make a language, but nobody gives a shit. Stop doing that. Yeah, I feel like the last cool thing was elf, elf language, and... Well, and keep in mind... That, that is like, cool to learn to speak elf. He was locking himself in a room and writing, like, encyclopedic levels of volumes about all of the minutiae of the fictional world he created that, like, never even made it into his books in the first place. So it's, like, it's not healthy behavior. Yeah. He also wrote some cool stuff about, hey, did you ever notice how, like, the dwarves are kind of like Jews? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, so, 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 you know, but... You want it to be relatable. So that's cool. That is kind of like J.K. Yeah. Rowling with her uh, her banks. Yeah. Yeah, her uh, goblins, which <laughs> yeah. are, like, way, way, way worse. So, Yeah, it's funny. It's, like, further in the future, and yet... Yeah, not as, uh, not as woke as uh, <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. I do um, remember when she tweeted that she was a proud weed. that she was a proud neoliberal, and I was like, "Wow, it's almost like you don't know what those words mean." I, mean, I guess if I could, probably is. I don't know what that sound was, Tim. Uh, one more time. <laughs> yeah, do it again. Objection. Objection. Oh, is that that Ace Attorney? Yes. I don't know about that. That's the clearest I could get his voice. Uh, but I just needed to be on record that if I could be. Take over a PR Twitter, I would be for uh, JK Rowling and just make all the lore of all the, like, whenever she tweets out her nonsense. I feel uh-huh. like it's become a meme, so it would be, like, really fun to run that account for a while. Oh, 100%. I'm going to say, I got a hot take about goblins. If you guys oh, want to okay. hear a hot take about goblins, <laughs> so always. So I think goblins are anti Semitic, right? Because they're like, like they're hook-nosed little guys yeah. who love gold. They're pretty much characters. But I also, 
But I also think that's fine and that they're cool because goblins are so cool and mm. I love them and I love seeing them. So they can't, it can't make me like hate people, right? Like, cause, cause I love to see goblins and I love it when they do that. Okay, okay. Like, so, th- my take is uh, like the ones the ones in Harry Potter seem pretty bad, especially because they like literally own a bank. Yeah. But just like just like a little green sneaky guy, <laughs> I, th- I I don't, I don't I'm not offended by him. Okay, so we can do our version of Bechdel test, which is Alex's test, and it's just like, do you enjoy it though? Like, right. does it make you sure. happy right. and laugh? Like, because Garrett, uh, two Halloweens ago, was, like, looking up, like, witches and stuff. And apparently, like, that classic, like, oh, green, you know, like, hooked right. nose, warty, yeah. is based off Judaism as well. <laughs> like, unfortunately. But, but witches are, everyone loves witches, too. So exactly. Like, so we, we've got, we've got, we've reclaimed it. It's you fun. can transcend <laughs> the awfulness. Okay, you heard it here. Don't worry about that one. All right, well. Hell yeah. I feel like that's a good conclusion to the apology segment. We really learned some stuff. Oh, also Dracula. Yeah, maybe I have some things to apologize for. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, next episode. Sure. After some reflection. Uh, Should we talk about, because we're getting into the colder months... Uh, we've moved into the chapters that are a little bit more of the cozy folksiness versus like the toiling away folksiness, like the crafts and stuff. Um, and it's kind of an excuse for us to lay back, enjoy some baked goods, um, drink some pumpkin beer. Um, but yeah, there's some cool recipes in here. There's some stuff that I really want to try still. I just made like basic stuff like gingerbread, um, which it turned out pretty good. The pumpkin bread did fall apart. And I made a uh, pumpkin cake, but I forgot that this is what we were doing, so I just made it from a recipe from a website, and it was pretty good also. <laughs> and then he like, didn't bring any, so it was like, okay, right. you just did that on your own. I didn't own. even take a picture. <laughs> um, but Alex, so, you said, yeah. So the recipes in this book uh, are kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. because some of them will give you amounts of food and they and they seem like a real recipe and they'll give you instructions right yes but then other ones there's one that just says i'm on page 168 it says cabbage <laughs> and it's pretty much just saying like hey did you know that you can cook cabbage and eat it like right no, it's not just a rock <laughs> yeah this, like this is food <laughs> if you didn't know like, you don't have to just no, eat it raw <laughs> yeah there's no uh instructions and then a lot of them like, won't tell you how long to cook things yes. or, like, how high to cook it. This was um, a problem for me. And then I had one that I had a big problem with. Oh. Which is, let's see, it's called Ash Cakes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I was looking at that. Okay, so, I, I, you want me to, I'll read the recipe for Ash Cakes. Go for it. So, mix up dough for cornbread. Make sure it's <laughs> thick enough to hold its shape. Okay, sounds normal. And then it says... Clean out a corner of the fireplace, <laughs> put the cake in it, and cover it with a clean cloth. Put hot ashes over the cloth, and then put hot coals on top of that. So it's basically just saying, like, you should make bread and then put dirt on it. Yeah. And then, I, I, don't, like, I don't know why you would do this. It sounds terrible. Yeah. I also kind of like the idea of it, though, because, like, the name Ash Cake just sounds so cool. It sounds like something from Oblivion. Sure, yeah. It sounds like a, a food from Oblivion that, like, 
uh, will won't heal you. It will slightly hurt you, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. like increase increase your defense. Level. <laughs> It'll like, confuse you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like I'm bad. For <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's pretty good, especially because it starts with another recipe. It's just like, okay, we assume you know how to make cornbread. Do that. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's crackling bread. That's yes. right above it. Yeah. Uh, and and cracklins are apparently <laughs> if you take like hog fat. And then you'll just get like gross dried pieces, and they say, "Hey, that's not trash. That's a little. <laughs> that's a little treat called cracklins. You can add that to bread, and you'll love it." Yeah. Uh, and I'm also skeptical about that one. Right? Yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, did every cabin back in the day just have like a crackling pail where they would throw their <laughs> extra scraps? And I think what it, I think like you know that like you can eat. A pig, right? And then you can use the bone to make soup. Yeah. You know, and it's like there's something that feels really cool about like that you're using all the parts of it, right? And people like that's a good feeling. And so I think people try to fake it by then pretending <laughs> that like that cracklins is a thing because it's not. It just sounds like trash. <laughs> but sure. like that's not a real thing that you can use to make other food. That's just you can add trash to bread if you want. <laughs> yeah, you have that option. See, and that honestly <laughs> makes me think of when I worked at a food truck and uh. literally the first day, like he was making like ribs or something. And then he said, Oh, burnt end. And he hands me a thing that looks like a piece of charcoal. And I'm like, okay. And I just hold it. And he's like, it's food. I'm like, <laughs> no, there are people, there are people, <laughs> no, who, are like, there are people yeah. who are into the burn ends though. It's Apparently. like a weird thing. Is it just like straight up burnt up meat? It's like the edges that get a lot of the fat. Basically, oh, so yeah, for and then connoisseur like, charred, hmm. like I mean, you like he hard. Just, he just wanted you to hold it. Awful to eat. <laughs> I mean, that's his, that was one of the best jobs I ever had because I was like, well, I don't know shit. So. He wanted you to do improv with a right. little object work, make it into a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was really hard for me. Whenever I made my cakes. Um, I really wanted to make the gingerbread because it was like, it says it's a hundred years old, the recipe is. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's really not a lot of details about like what to do with it. Um, Same with the pumpkin cake. It doesn't say like how hot the oven should be or like how big the pan should be. And uh, yeah, my pumpkin bread was really goopy inside, much like a pumpkin. Uh, So I kind of had to make some. Carved a face on it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, it kind of, they kind of assume a lot. Some of them have specific temperatures, but then other ones just say a low fire and then other ones don't even, don't even help you that much. Right. And so it's, I tried to make one of the recipes in here. I wanted to, I felt really proud. I was going to, oh, wow. uh, I was going to make the, let's see, what do they call it? Cabbage. Uh, it's the, it's the okra. Uh, it oh. just says, oh, it's just called okra. And I thought, I can make that. That seems easy. Uh, it just says you slice up the okra and then you roll it in cornmeal and right. then you fry it. Uh, I guess the problem is okra isn't in season. I don't oh, think. Yeah. Uh, but I found a package of okra just by itself. There is no other packages around. <laughs> That's always like, good. It's just, just one prepackaged things of okra. And I thought, oh, this is great. And I bought it for $4. And then yesterday I was going to make them for the podcast and I opened it up and they were like rotten. Oh, like, slimy and disgusting. It was, it was like okra already looks gross when you cut it open. It looks like a weird, like, uh, 
Like it'll give you that disease, it'll give you that that eye problem where things look gross to you if there's like a bunch of little circles. Oh like yeah, that oh. trypophobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like that already, <laughs> but it looks way worse when it's like rotten. Ew. I don't know how long that's that's been at the Whole Foods, uh, but I threw that away and gave up, so uh, I wasn't <laughs> able to contribute. But I tried. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. That would be very discouraging. Um, I yeah, tried I to pickle okra once, and it was a very strange experience. I'm not used to dealing with it raw yeah i don't even know what it's supposed to taste like so like i wouldn't even know if it's rotten oh, or not. okay it, it, it seemed like it had to be rotten because it, it had like black spots all over it and it was slimy oh yeah you would know i mean it is kind of slimy like to start but you can definitely tell we eat a lot of okra like i don't know it might be an oklahoma thing but fried okra is a big thing um and so is like pickled okra and stuff um, but like handling it by itself, like I bought some at a farmer's market and it's like weirdly thorny. Like it's kind of sharp on some parts. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, a, not, mine not was hospitable. very soft. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there, are, there are some fine. problems here for sure. <laughs> we need to leave the clues as evidence for the police, but don't worry. I'll take a picture of each clue to store in the crime computer. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Detective Barbie talking about helping the police find clues. Oh, that's cool. I thought it was L.A. Noir. Is there, is there a Detective Barbie game? Yeah, there must be. that's actually a game that I played when I was younger, where it's like a PC game where you, it's like a haunted carnival thing where Ken gets disappeared by a magician and you have to find him. <laughs> And also, like, Ken, a bunch of Ken, money. Ken gets disappeared by <laughs> yeah. the secret police. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um. He's added to MK Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just set in Chile in, like, the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, he's a political prisoner. Yeah. Or maybe now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly. I do uh. like that it's his girlfriend that needs to rescue him and not, like... Does she become a detective just for this, or does she have experience? Uh, I don't really remember the lore of it, but it seemed like she knew what she was doing. She had a crime computer, so I think she's... <laughs> you can just get that kind of stuff when you're like a model type. Yeah, exactly. Crime computers? Do you ever play Lego City uh, Brickster's Revenge? I think that's kind of a similar game where yeah. you're a toy, but then you have to go and uh, solve a crime. Oh, that's pretty great. I like yeah. detective ones. The, yeah, the Brickster is probably one of the, the coolest guys. If you haven't seen the Brickster, you should uh, look him up on okay. Google. He's a uh, he's a nefarious villain, and he tries to steal all the blocks in town in Lego City. Uh, that's the worst thing you could do. That's that's because they need that to build all their stuff. <laughs> They're literally made of blocks. Well, he I looks nefarious. Mini, I, don't, I don't know if a minifig is. He doesn't steal the minifig pieces. I hope. Okay, not. I got you. I perish the thought if he would do something like that. That would be I like think a he serial just steals killer. All the, steals all the buildings. He's a little, um, I can't think of the word, but like kind of foppish. Like when you're. Like a dandy? Yeah, kind of dandyish. He's like the Baudelaire of the Lego world. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got his hair dyed green and he breaks all that guy's windows that he's trying to sell and then writes a freaking prose poem about it. Okay, this is some specific stuff that I am alienated by, so. I need that just on a bumper sticker. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a sound. Okay. You leveled up. Good job. Thank you. Um, 
Did I announce that I accidentally broke Garrett's Pokemon Red on the podcast? No, that sucks. Yeah, it does. So I'm trying to find a replacement for the cheap. What, an original Pokemon Red cartridge? Yeah, some of them on Etsy like are not that bad, like 30 bucks, but, you know, I think it's because... It's cool that when it's on Etsy, because you know that they stitched it themselves. They made that cartridge from hand. Exactly, you know. Every, it already has all 151. Well, they got a safety yeah. pin hot, and they rubbed it against that little plastic bar inside the cartridge until it made Pokemon happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was artisan Pokemon. But yeah, Tim, did you read the chapter at all? No, I focused too much <laughs> on the game. Okay. Uh, are we ready to do Tim's game? I'm down. Do I, do I say yes? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, we definitely need buy-in from everyone. Okay, sure. I'm in then. Okay. So that got me. The scene is, <laughs> and I no, kind of don't know about this. <laughs> so I also use the food for this is definitely not from the chapter as much, but it's still related. It is food. It's food. Every dish is hard tack. So. Well, I wish I could have a hard tack. <laughs> Wait, one time I had a history teacher who, like, we made hard tack in class, and then, like, some of us had, like, bugs growing in it, and he, like, gave a kid extra credit if he ate the bugs. He was like, bonus points, this one's got extra protein in it, so as a sailor, which is why you're eating hard tack in the first place, you're going to live longer eating a bug-filled I, I, bread. <laughs> Did you keep the hardtack for a long time? Like, how did it get the bugs in it? Yeah, I think so. I guess the idea was to see, because the idea is that it's something that doesn't go bad. Right. Either that, or he just, like, brought it. Was it And we didn't make it, and he was like, hey, I'll give you extra points if you eat this. God. (laughs) You guys ever seen, like, the time-lapse videos where people do, like, do that with McDonald's, where they, like, leave it out for, you know, like, a month or something, and it just doesn't really transform? It's like it just gets kind of drier. Oh, yeah, whenever I drop a fry in my car and don't find it forever. Eric is Morgan Spurlock. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. not. Morgan Spurlock, also a famously good apologizer. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. He's a good apologizer. Wait, what did he have to apologize for? Just for, for just out of nowhere, like he was like, hey, this Me Too thing's gone on. I just want to let you guys know that like I've cheated on like every girlfriend <laughs> oh, I've ever shit. had. Wow. Just like unprompted. Just, just just completely unprompted. It's just like, yeah, like I just have sex all the time with just pretty much whoever I want. So I just want to let you guys, it's like, no one's asking you, dude. Like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, this Me Too thing's going on right now, so it means I need to do something about that to remain relevant. Yeah, exactly. And also, maybe I'm kind of a cool guy. Yeah, that's a little bit of a brag. Yeah, it's kind of a brag. It's like, I have a lot of sex, but in the way that makes me a bad man. I'm but sorry. I'm done with that now. I'm over. I'm over it now. Now it's my time but to I, listen, and I definitely want to put it yeah. out there. Now it's my turn to listen. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny because in Super Size Me, they like talk for an inordinate amount of time about the fact that he is incapable of maintaining an erection <laughs> after he eats so much McDonald's. Oh my! So God. like, it's particularly funny that later he's like talking oh. about his sexual prowess. Well, you know what it is? It's like exercising with weights on and then after you take them off, it's just like <laughs> when you you're stop, like Rock Lee yeah. from Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> when, you st- when you stop eating McDonald's, it's just like <laughs> you're like the person that the Viagra ad tells you is like having a bad time and needs to see a doctor. It's just like this erection lasts for 27 hours at a time. <laughs> yeah. 
From the soundtrack of, what's it called, Tim? Tony Hawk American Wasteland. Yeah, so like everybody oh, okay. knows Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, coming up, we learned everybody is someone in LA, which is from like one of the later Tony Hawk games. And it's on Spotify. And it's, <laughs> have you listened to it recently? Yes. Yeah, it's Felix, Felix the House Cat. Okay. <laughs> My favorite Tony Hawk song was uh, the song about how you have to brush your teeth. Whoa. Uh, it was on one of the first ones, I think. Who's that? Do you guys know that one? No. Do you know who sings it? it sounds uh, like yeah, Dead Milkman or it's, something. It's, uh, it's the guy who does the, the rap track in, in, uh, in Clint Eastwood, the Gorilla song. Oh. Uh, I forget amazing. what his name is. But, is huh? it, that's a Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Not right? on Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yes, it is? It's, yes. It, yeah, it's yeah. Del. It's Del. He has a good song about how you need to brush your teeth. That, that's in one of the, the Tony Hawk songs. Was wow. It, was it on the... F- uh, which game was it? Do you know? Uh, the, uh, the one I played on PS2, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I, would, I, I mean, I, I could certainly look it up. Yeah, it's... I mean, I guess it's not that important. I was just wondering, because, like... I only I had one and then I like missed a couple of them and then I think I like came back in on It must have been two because I feel like I had one and three. But I don't know. I think it's three. Yeah, it's it's three. The song's called If oh, You okay. Must. Yeah. I, I probably listened up, to it like nine him. million times and I'm just like not registering what any of the words were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're trying to rack up a really good combo, you're kind of focused on that more than the uh more than the really good rap songs. Is that the one where you can play... Or no, that wouldn't be. I saw one time that you could play a Shrek, but it's probably a later one. Yeah, that's one of the, I think, online ones. Okay. It's like you can... Or maybe that's not actually an official one. I, I know I've seen... I hope uh, so. Like a Tony Hawk-style game where you can play a Shrek. For I sure. mean, I was always Shrek in my heart when I was playing Tony Hawk 3. <laughs> <laughs> and just walking down the street. Yeah, I was, I was uh, walking on the sun... I was an all-star. <laughs> yeah, before we recorded this, we were listening to Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth and having a good old time. Walking on the Sun, I know Smash Mouth is a meme band, but I'm going to say Walking on the Sun, not a bad song. Okay, yeah. That's kind of the consensus among us, I'm assuming. Right, so that's how I feel. All-star. Huh? Yeah, yeah. All-stars, I mean, maybe it's good, but certainly I'm, it, it, even if it was the best song ever, it, it wouldn't be good at this point. Right. Walking on the Sun, Walking on the Sun is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It holds up. Actually, Tim was starting to describe his game, and I think we oh, no <laughs> started talking hey. about Tony Hawk. We started I mean, talking about well, the important things in life. My favorite thing, Tony Hawk. Well, at least on the episodes I heard, you guys would go on very long tangents <laughs> yeah. uh, before before you got. To, so I think I think we're doing fine. Okay, good. But so we yeah. can reopen we can. apologies, so we can apologize <laughs> for that. No, I like it. I think that's uh, it's good. But okay. yeah, we can we can do the game. Okay, so we. <laughs> Mm. Each of you, I'm the DM. Each of you oh, are, are hosting okay. a fancy dinner party. And each of you need to pick who's going to go first, second, and third. You're individually going to have a different guest list, and then we'll go from there. Wait, so how are you the DM? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you the. Are you going to play the characters? Uh, we'll see. But I'm, I'm going to give you like the the guests, the like which f- meal options you can choose, your budget, and maybe throw in a little we, a wrench here and there. Okay, so we're you gonna get have this, to fight a budget, 
and then we're gonna have to like build our perfect man out of the budget. <laughs> like, we're, like we only have ten dollars, and we have to kind of is that ring a ding ding. Your budget is ten dollars. Oh really? Okay. Yes, but I, <laughs> I thought that, this was a fancy restaurant. Just to, just to simplify, you're not. It's in your home. It's like catered dinner party. <laughs> Okay. Wait, so it's catering they can get for $10, so it must be like the Subway party sub, right? Well, only, I simplified it, like, oh. I'm just kidding, you can't get that for $10. Like, oh, the risotto is $1, just to simplify, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, oh, so okay. this is post the coming recession. Um, who wants to go first, second, third? I can go first. Okay. Uh, pick a number between one and three. Two. Okay. So, Eric or Alex, next. I can go next. Pick a number between... Yeah, I'll go last. One and three. I'll go... Wait, between one and three? Yeah. Well, it's two every time, right? Ha ha ha. Can we pick decimals? I'm gonna uh, stab you. I'll pick one. Okay, and then <laughs> Alex, you number one. Three. So... Uh, three? Yes. So, in the Discord, I'm putting your guest list. Rachel. Oh, jeez. You... You have each of you have five people. Rachel, yours is a wedding planner named Sharon. Oh, um, I gave away all the clues. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> so that'll give you a little hint. Uh, the manager at Batteries Plus named Lily. Carrie Washington. Chuba Hubbard, who plays OSU football, and an indie game designer. Named Gorp. Wait, I only see three, though. Oh, no, no, I see. Yeah, it's so a they're list. each sets of people? Yes. Yeah, the numbered groups, oh, they're like okay, the group so of people. okay, so my group is two. Okay, right. I see. And then group one is Ramdaz, <laughs> a film animal wrangler who specializes in horses named Stamp, Paris Hilton, a mail carrier named Jenny, and a professor of geology from UCO named Kevin. Okay, and then Alex, your group is Ludine, who is Garrett's grandmother. Okay, uh, I, I assume you know about her because I've <laughs> talked about her a lot. Uh, I don't know if I've. I don't know. Maybe not in the episodes I've listened to. I've listened to three of them so far, so I might have missed out on Ludine. But I can. I can imagine. Right. I can figure it out. Context clues. Uh, yeah. You also have an EMT named Daryl. Kate McKinnon, a mechanic named Kim, and a man who owns a cranberry bog <laughs> named Horp. Uh, you should have put by Kate McKinnon, uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, yes, agreed. Yeah, it's got to be her as Hillary Clinton singing the Leonard Cohen song. Okay. Oh, is that who Kate McKinnon? Okay. Yeah. She's from SNL. <laughs> yes. okay. Yeah, Ghostbusters okay, sure. fame. So, each of you are going to have three courses. To prepare for. I'll give you like, oh, the meal list for each of them and whatnots. Um, first, we're going to roll a one-sided die. We'll just do each person's like three rounds. Like Rachel's and then Eric, then Alex. How about? Okay. Uh, the courses are cocktails and tapas, appetizers, and main courses. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. So. Oh, one sec. <sighs> okay. Sorry if this is a lot. Well, I'm going first, so. One sec, sorry. Okay, while you do that, I'm going to play a sound. It's high noon. 
Like fish in a barrel. Uh, speaking of Hong Kong. I don't get it. It's Overwatch. Oh, okay. And all the Blizzard stuff. Of course stuff. it was. Oh, okay, yeah. So each of you first, I'm going to like, it's a lot based off Rachel's game from our Halloween episode. <laughs> Glad to be a trendsetter. Exactly. So, oh, I'm on airplane mode. That's why. I'm an idiot. One sec. You know, the folks in Hong Kong should try a Zergling rush against the police. It's usually pretty effective. Do you say Zergling? Yeah. Yeah, Zergling. You don't know about Zergs? <laughs> uh, I'm interested. Controlled by a big slug person in the ground? Wait, what is this? They spawn. That's from StarCraft. That's oh, Starcraft. Jesus. But the, the Zerg rush only works if, at the very beginning of the game. And the protest has been going on too long. They've that's, built up too many defenses. You can't do the Zerg thing anymore. Yeah, that's the it's, thing. It, if they had started that way, they, it, this would all be over. Right. It's, yeah, and match over 30 seconds, no problem. But at this point, yeah, you have to do, to do the different units. And I don't even know what those guys are called. And also, that's also a Blizzard game. So unfortunately, also, that's also canceled. Oh, damn. <laughs> Just their whole catalog. That's too bad, because Kerrigan could have helped them. (laughs) Okay, so you rolled a d6, Rachel. Did I? Yes, I'm doing all the rolling also, as your DM. Okay. Uh, Your mixologist friend doesn't (laughs) mind tending bar for free. Plus three points. That seems fucked up. I'm exploiting my friend. Do you you want the points or not? Okay, I'll take the points. You're going to keep track of them, I assume. Oh, shit, okay. So, Okay. You Wait, ha- you said three? Yes. So, everything's going good. What would you have for this group? What, what do you think the music would be? This doesn't affect points, just the walking music? on the sun. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, what is it that like steampunk people listen to where it's like... The soundtrack for Final Fantasy IX? No, it's like... Um... Cogs and gears. Just, like... <laughs> just clanging <laughs> just around. Just the sound of machines. It's like funky... Uh... Remixes of like old songs. Okay, I'm gonna look up this genre. It's very specific, but uh, I think it would be appropriate. It's called Victrola Hop or something. <laughs> Basically. Now, I do want to know why you would have this for this group of people. Uh, everybody likes steampunk music. Sure, like Carrie Washington. Wait, is that a real person? Yes, she's the actress from Scandal. And she's in the makeup commercials. She likes options. She likes options, yes. God. Well, okay. If y'all don't do really well on this now, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, I'm sticking to my answer. Okay. Anyways, while you're looking whatever up, I'm going to paste the menu options for the uh, drinks and the tapas. And your prices. So don't forget you have $10. So, Rachel, just take a look at that. I'll read it out to the audience. For $1 each, your homemade mood and shine, a punch bowl made of either rum, vodka, Everclear, or whiskey, or a case of nice beer. For $2, assorted bottles and mixers. Uh, For also $2, you rent one of those absinthe spouts. And three, well, you already have your mixologist friend. 
Or for free, you could have BYOB. Uh, okay, so I think I want to do the absinthe. Okay. Uh, can you explain? Well, it goes hand in hand with steampunk. Okay. I'm building a theme. <laughs> I can tell. So um, I will say, so we are going with the absinthe. And so far, everybody is enjoying it. But, you know. It's called Electro Swing, by the way. Thank God. Should I play some? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, this sounds popular. So you get the idea. Okay. It's like remixes of. Yes, I can. I, I see what you mean. It's just avalanche or whatever. The- <laughs> That's, yeah, <laughs> that's very uncharitable to the avalanches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm the one who doesn't know what it is. <laughs> I think you would like Avalanche, Tim. Yeah, they're good. Uh, their new album wasn't that good, but oh, their, I didn't their first one was good. Their original. The one with the butterfly on it? Uh, I don't know what the album art is. Oh, okay. I think M- that's it. My album art was like a guy wrote the name of the band with a Sharpie onto a CD. <laughs> Hell yeah. And That's so you, indie of you. Then you sold it on that. Times Square. I used to. I would always, I would like burn games onto CDs, sticking with our theme of video games. Perfect. And then I would always draw my own cover art for them. Oh, wow. So it would just be like a guy with a sword, if it's a game with a guy with a sword. <laughs> and so I think, I think that's a good way to do cover art. Uh, yeah. If you don't have, if you're, if you're on a budget and you want to make uh because well, also, it's, I think it's, it's hard to uh, print stuff on the CDs. Like, you have to get a circle printer or something. Well, there's also, like, a charm to it, I would say. There is, like, weird yeah. templates that you can get that have, like, specific drivers. Because I had a friend who, he, like, made me a couple of mix CDs in high school. And, like, they were meticulously, like, printed with, like, a circular fits exactly on a CD, like, adhesive thing. And I was just like, where did this come from? I've never seen such a thing. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's extra. Well, I hope the statute of limitations for all these is passed, because y'all are just, you know, putting it all out there with your crimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put in your crime computer? Piracy's not a crime anymore. We've evolved. All right, I'm going to play another sound, and then we'll get back to the game. Okay, I'm going to stop that. What is that, Tim? That was it's my favorite song. you got to let it play longer. What is it? It's the uh, turret opera from Portal 2 at the end. Oh, okay. That's fine. One of my favorite games. The changes when you let it play longer. Okay, so now that I remember that you have a different list of people. Yeah. So you said the moon, not the moonshine, the absinthe spout. Mm Mm-hmm. So everybody's enjoying it, but uh, the indie game designer, Gorp, is like, what the fuck? Absinthe? I, I can't do this. So what do you think you're going to do for tapas then? I'm just going to have you put this on the um, on the Instagram so I don't have to read every single option for the rest of them. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, for the So now I'm trying to get like the indie guy, the game exactly. developer. Okay. Huh. I'm going to say monkey bread and then I'll be like, it's like that monkey ball game. Okay. So famous he, indie game. Right. 
Mm-hmm. He's going to love that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like indie, like I'm pretty sure the game was developed in Indianapolis. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. The Indianapolis 500, as they call it. And it's just a bunch of monkey balls just <laughs> going around the track. Yeah. Okay. So I spent a dollar on that shit. Can I get two? Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to do, let's see. So they had absinthe and now they're having monkey bread. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I'll also do charcuterie board. Okay. Now you can either get the cheaper version or the more expensive. Oh, I see. And you just have to like pick like what you would have for those options. I'll do the, I'll do pricey. Okay. What would you have? Um, let's see. Almonds. What goes on it? Some fancy cheeses. Um, meat. One slab of meat. No, which are these? Like, which slab of meat? You know? I don't know about meat. I don't need it. Salamis? Okay, we'll say a fancy salami. Yeah. Almonds. And what else? What else do you need? I need each of those things in that list. Oh, I see. You so I have che- to pick two meats. Yeah, you know cheeses. Uh, one hot dogs. Um, okay, you're going to get very expensive hot dogs to cut up. Yeah, German. I swear to God. Yeah, they're Chicago-style German dogs. Two cheeses. One is the cheese-filled like hot dog, so they're like in it. Okay. And then the other one is um, taco blend. Taco blend, just like shredded cheese. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so your starch and your spread. Starch? Like, like a cracker or a... Cristini. Okay, I'll do Cristinis. And then garnish, I'll do cracklins. <laughs> Swear to God. And then spread, I'll do like um, like a mango relish. Okay. So you spent $3 for that. Wow. For all of that? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Plus your monkey bread <laughs> and <laughs> your absinthe. Mm-hmm. So you spent $7 Shit. in the first round. <laughs> okay. Well, I made a count. Yeah, you got I, 10 total though, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So, I will say, your actions, they've, you know, <laughs> overall people are having a good time, though. But, you know, Sharon, the wedding planner, she's so judgmental, you know. She sees your advertiser, she's like, this is ridiculous. So I'm going to make you subtract one point. What the fuck? Wait, can I contest that? Oh, okay, what would you do to contest it? I'm going to say, Sharon, look, I can cut them into little uh, bento box octopi. And isn't that so cute? She sees you handling the hot dogs. <laughs> my and, bare hands. Yeah, and she's just like, sweet Jesus. Yeah, I have like a cut on my hand. Right. Spill a wine on her dress. That'll freaking teach her. Right. So, yeah, she she just, you know, keeps drinking the absinthe and, um, uh, you know, keeps dancing to the electropop or whatever it was. Yeah, electro swing. All right, I'll take it. Oh, Tim's trying to play sound. Okay, go. I think there's going to be a war with an alien they awoke from an ancient slumber. Uh, that's Conan O'Brien when he w- he had oh. a cameo in Halo. How? Oh, in Halo? Yeah, him and Andrew Richter were characters in Halo. Oh, he was the one who did pay F for re- respect. <laughs> David guess. Cross was also in Halo as like a random soul. Oh, really? That is awesome. Yep. Why didn't yep. he show up on the list I looked at of cameos? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a different Halo game than you looked up. But yeah, he says, uh, <clears throat> says uh, you know, when I shoot at stuff, I try to hit them if you miss <laughs> a lot. That's his, like, his, he's, he's a snarky soldier. That's so David Cross. That's classic David Cross. Just the squaggle. 
the whole squiggle routine and they just chop it up. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, there's if you uh if you stand still for long enough, you'll do the whole squiggle routine. <laughs> you'll go, Remember that shitty song from that <laughs> shitty band? Well it's back and it's the it's the it's the logo for squiggles and it, and uh you're like, We're in a fucking war zone, dude, you need to calm down about these square bagels. This is so far in the future, man. It's so long yeah. since the squiggle. <laughs> You're still mad about them. <laughs> what made you remember the fucking squiggle? Tim, are you trying to play something? No, I'm trying to. What? I don't know. Once, uh... <laughs> okay, round two. Out. Okay. <laughs> well, only because I've never heard of squiggles. It's okay. Uh, okay. Wait, um, you never heard of this very specific <laughs> David Crossbit from one of his albums? Who even are you? It was a book? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. What? It was a joke or what? <laughs> Do you know who David Cross is? Yes. Okay, Mr. start Show. there. Yeah, he's the guy who blew himself all those times on Arrested Development. I forgot all about Arrested <laughs> you Development. You know David Cross from Halo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His magnum opus. Hey, uh, Ricky Gervais was in Grand Theft Auto. Is that what you were looking at uh, for the sound drops for this episode? Is all the... All the cameos? Yeah. yeah. You're trying to find all the people. Wait, what is he in? Apology uh, audio we used. He was in one of the Grand Theft Auto games, like doing stand up, I think. Like a full routine. Being uh, crucified. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except they actually did crucify him. That's one yeah, of the moms. For being an atheist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's crucified on a cross. Serves him right. What political correctness. <laughs> all right, Tim. Okay. What do you got here? Appetizers. Appetizers. So. Wait, we already. What did we do before this? Tapas. <laughs> Appetizers Holy are shit. where you sit down at the table and you get your own plate. Okay. Yeah, and you spent $7 already. So, so the you got tapas $3 is what like, to make the, the butler rest of hands you. Exactly. You're a friend who's working for free. <laughs> yeah. Love that. It, 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 goes, it goes tapas, then appetizers, and then starters, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. pre meal snack, <laughs> yeah. and then you get to the meal. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the hobby. Gotta rev up your organs. Meal. No dessert because somebody yeah. has a heart out. So, uh, do you just want me to pick one? Yes, you don't have to read but them first. Yeah, uh, a challenge has been thrown your way. Oh shit! One of uh, <laughs> so the indie developer Gorp, <laughs> he's like talking to Kerry Washington, and he's like doing really annoying like references to Scandal, and he almost says like the line like, "Oh, are you gonna have some popcorn and red wine?" Which everybody. Every fan of Scandal knows. And you can see her rolling her eyes. What do you do to try to, you know, make the mood better and not annoying for your guest? Oh, okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I put on a top hat with goggles on it. and uh, Why is this? <laughs> and then I... So you got, it, got huh? a gear on there? Yeah. A gear on there? Okay, absolutely. Great. At least a couple. Yeah, there's quite a few gears. Um, the gears they're all moving. focus the lenses. They're all ticking. And uh, I show them, I'm like, wait, guys, I have some cool shit to show you. And it's my cool absinthe ritual where you do the, like, the sugar on fire thing. And I get really into the minutia of it. And, uh, yeah, try and distract them from the drama. Okay. And talk about, like, Johnny Depp when he was in that one movie where he was a detective and he smoked opium and drank absinthe. What's eating Gilbert Grape? (laughs) Yeah. God. Well, okay, I guess... We're, I just overwhelm them with absinthe. We're gonna roll stories. to see if you succeed with that. Okay. Um, you have to beat a 
13 out of 20. It's just a straight D20. There's no, it doesn't like take into account like your charisma or anything. Yeah, I would say I have. If anything, that performance gives you a negative for charisma. (laughs) What the fuck? Did I tell you I was playing Electro Swing? Well, you rolled an eight, so you need a, you need like plus seven. So. Okay. Sorry. So So I just like set the tablecloth on fire. Exactly. So Carrie Washington is just like, oh my God, why am I here? I'm a cover girl for God's sake, I think, or Neutrogena, (laughs) one of them. Okay. Uh, so what do you pick for your appetizers? <laughs> uh, wow. There's some interesting stuff on here. Thank you. I'm going to go and say... I'll say gnocchi. It's a dollar. Okay. For one dollar, everybody gets a nice plate of gnocchi. The wedding planner likes the uh, presentation. It has some good garnish. Um, Lily, um, who's the manager of Batteries Plus... She's like, I don't know. What on earth is this even? Gnocchi? Yeah. Is she asking me? Yeah. Oh, I tell her what it is. Okay. She enjoys it. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Great. Okay. So I will say, since you tried to help Carrie Washington, you only lose half a point that round. Okay. So right now you are at 1.5, correct? I don't know. You need to be keeping track of this, please. Okay, 1.5 sounds right. Mm-hmm. And you only have $2 left. So, main course. <laughs> Got to copy and paste into the thing. Um, does anyone have feedback about my technique so far? Uh, good old raisins and peanuts. That's what GORP stands for. <laughs> See, okay, I was wondering about that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Gorp is a lot more fun to say. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a nickname. Can you guess what my favorite snack is? (laughs) Then he's just like pistachios. Oh, see, I thought it was glorp, which is like more of a sound profile. What is his favorite? Does he tell us or? No. (laughs) Okay. He wants you to guess. And someone said pistachios and was wrong. Oh, shit. What are the consequences? (laughs) Well, since he's not here at this dinner party, he's only here in spirit. I thought he was. Eric? Gorp. Well, Gorp is here, but Eric guessed <laughs> pistachios. No, I did. Oh, you did? I did not guess pistachios. Okay, okay, okay. It's oh, okay. I would have never done something so then foolish. Then you are, you're rolling a roll 20. What the fuck? Yeah, you made a bad joke. You made a 13. He's like, okay, good one. But I like this monkey bread, so... <laughs> Hand him a freaking Dorito. Exactly. So, pick your main course. Okay. And I have how much left? You have th- two, right? Oh, my God. I really want to do this gastronomy salad. Yeah. But it's $3. Okay, so. What about all the money you saved Wait. by not paying your fr- friend to work there? Yeah, what's the thing? So, um, the caterer is also there. Maybe you can per- you do a persuasion check of some kind, but you have to, like, do the scene. Okay. Uh, what's up, dude? Hi. Do you want me to, to do a blowjob on you? <laughs> <laughs> so the caterer is also your good friend. <laughs> but they've never- Oh, okay. So yeah. you're better. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to get advantage on this. <laughs> you have to beat a 15. <laughs> okay. Okay, 11. Uh. And a 4. He's just like... What if I tell you I've done one before? Okay, triple I have advantage. I experience. <laughs> yeah, triple advantage. 
I really want that gastronomy right. salad. Oh, with the natural film. twenty. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so no, that's more like it. And so, he and he says, "You know how we've been friends for like fifteen years. <laughs> mm. I've been thinking about this situation <laughs> for fifteen years, right? With all that's these why I people. agreed to this job. That's why I've been your friend this long. <laughs> okay. And so he plates up that uh, salad made of lettuce, foam, tomato gel, and ranch mist, <laughs> and then leaves the room and is like, "Well, better get to it. It's a good thing I brought all those ingredients for this weird party." <laughs> so you go with your top hat, I guess, and <laughs> what, what happens, happens. <laughs> All right, so you... Hmm, let me think. Okay, since you got this very weird, specific thing, Gorp is definitely not a fan. What the hell? He has a palate of a 10-year-old. Oh, well, he got monkey bread shit. So we, and a bunch of salami. <laughs> Should have got him some Doritos. Okay, you get him some extra salami and monkey bread for his dinner. Mmm, <laughs> salami. Right. I will say, Carrie Washington is definitely impressed because she's like, oh my god, I'm a famous celebrity and this is some wild shit. Yeah, we're all just a bunch of libertines. Right. Um, who else is in your party? Lily, she's like, okay, this is interesting. It's still a salad at the end of the day. And Sharon really likes the presentation, so you get a plus two. So you have no money and a 3.5. Yeah, yeah. All right. And now we're moving on to Eric. Hell yeah, it's time. Wait, so, can I play a sound effect? Yes. Just to cut the... Pills here! Oh. Left for dead? <laughs> yes. I couldn't find the classic one. That wasn't like... Oh, hey, I made a mashup song. It's really funny. So, Eric. What What was that? Like, grabbing peels. Yeah, it was from Left 4 Dead, the meme about pills. Yeah. Because there was a character that oh, always okay. said that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, Tim, do you want to play one of my sounds? Uh, Seems like a good opportunity. I would like to. One sec. Five. What the fuck is going on here? Surrender now and nobody has to... Okay, that is L.A. Noir. It's a blooper from L.A. Noir. How dare you? I just like how the guy's voice cracks. It reminds me of me talking. I need to get L.A. Noir again. That was a good game. <laughs> I don't know if it was a good game. Doubt. What? <laughs> Lie. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, uh, go I don't off. I don't have time to get it to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time to go off on L.A. Noir. Right? And there, there'd just be... No one would be safe if I, <laughs> oh, if I gave... Gave my strong opinions on it. Uh, did you ever see the VR version? That was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It's pretty funny. I haven't played it. Um, oh yeah, no, I just um, watched a video and that yeah, but, and you can you can pick up all the stuff and you can lean in close to people. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all love doing that. There's a weird <laughs> part in the middle where like you have to like arrest the wrong person, and it's very unpleasant. And it's they don't really play it like. Like, you're supposed to know, but it's pretty clear. And it, it just, it, it throws off the whole game for me. That's my L.A. Noir opinion. Sorry. Oh, okay. I kind of, no, I kind of appreciated valid. that, though, because I think it adds a lot of realism to, like, being an L.A. police officer. It's like, you just yeah, clearly know, arrest the like wrong they person. Did, they, they didn't actually play it that way. Like, they didn't play it like your character's supposed to know. They just played it like, there's just, you're doing all these weird, sketchy cases. And then they try to, like, surprise you that it's the wrong person. But I could, you could tell. And it, it, I, 
it feels weird. Hmm, and then also yeah. there's a twist. There's a twist where like you got you get in a lot of trouble because like like you have an affair with a Russian lady, and I don't know. I didn't like that part either. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the jazz everybody singer. should be cheering you on. Thumbs down. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'll watch a playthrough. I just won't buy it again. <laughs> there is. I do like the whole plot about. Uh, these guys who steal military grade cocaine or heroin, military grade heroin. Oh yeah, yeah. And they don't realize it's much stronger than normal heroin, so it leads to a bunch of deaths. That that's probably the coolest part of the game. Weren't they like in a hot dog stand or something? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they predicted like all of the fentanyl cr- controversy that happened like a couple of years after Ellie Noir. Um. How so? <laughs> Oh, just, you know, some people getting, like, some extra super-grade drug and then, like, giving it out to people and being, like, really surprised when people just take it at, like, their normal drug abuse levels and, like, all die. And then they're like, how do we fix this? You have to jump over minions to defeat them. (laughs) Speaking of Russians. Ooh, what's this? I love this. (laughs) This is uh, the Anastasia PC game that we had. I was looking for one to do from it. It's Bartok and Puka. So it's like the so bat. it was based on the animated mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah and you go to hell all the time oh weird and you have to fight Ooh. the demons okay so it's not minions from minions <laughs> no unfortunately no uh, damn yeah those are where my mind went to though I, I that explains was, why you were so excited yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I love those guys <laughs> uh, yeah who doesn't honestly Kevin uh, Phil Phil and uh, Dave. Banana? Banana Ralph. the Minion. There's really one called Dave? I thought. I believe it. Okay. So, Eric, your dinner party. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, no, please. Let's get into it. We know your guests. What music would you have for this crowd? Hmm, let's see. We got Ramdas, a film animal wrangler who specializes in horses named Stamp. Paris Hilton, mail carrier named Jenny. And a professor of geology from UCO named Kevin. So it's clearly going to be the soundtrack to the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on loop all night. Okay, you actually have some options there instead of just <laughs> steampunk. Oh, an interesting... Oh, you mean an entire genre? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, more variety than an entire genre. <laughs> yeah. I think the DM is biased, but whatever. <laughs> well, okay, are you also going to have a skateboard-themed you know, outfit for this whole night? No, actually, it's going to be themed based on the movie Kingpin because that actually shares a song with the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack, which is a Superman song. Oh, you have to roll a D6. (laughs) (laughs) This is how he diffuses me going off into my world of creating a world. Okay, you got a six again, so... Hmm. That's 62. I'm debating... That if you get, <laughs> if you get your friend who's also a, a mixologist for the night, mm, it's the same person who was at Rachel's party, and they just <laughs> right. like left there and came to mine afterwards. And I'm right. like, let's do this. Well, I, okay, I originally Work planned three more. that if you roll it again, that you don't get it. So okay, you get a two. You have a very strict catering company, so no substitutions or additions. That's fine. All right, we'll so, make do. For My drinks. guests are cool. <laughs> what would you pick? Four drinks. 
let me go down and look at what I had going on here. But let's say, so on the punch bowl, mm-hmm. I want to specify that the whiskey is Evan Williams Green Label. And I think it's really just that and moonshine. We're just going hard. No mixer? No. Oh, well, no. I mean, the, one, the, one is, the one is, I assumed, it says punch bowl. So I was assuming that it was like some sort of just like nasty trash can punch where it's just like Kool-Aid with Sweet. like Evan Williams Green Label in it. But not even Kool-Aid. So it's just Evan Williams Green Label. Well, is it or do you... No, no, no. I was thinking like, I mean, for the same price, right? I was assuming that it was just like some like nasty Kool-Aid powder. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I thought you genuinely wanted No, half. so I'm saying it's like, basically what I'm making is like a super cheap trash can punch and then just like moonshine that's just like... Basically, the people drinking that are, like, taking shots of Everclear, essentially. And those are the drinks that I want for this party. <laughs> exactly. So, Ram Dazs looks at it, and he's like, well, I'm not too judgmental, so I'll have some. He's not thrilled, but he's like, eh, hey. Um, he would probably try to do it and, like, prove that through mental and spiritual powers it somehow wasn't making him drunk. Exactly. <laughs> and so, believe it or not, Stamp... And Paris Hilton, they bond over it because, you know, they just want to cut loose for the night. So, I'm going to give you two points. Hell yeah, wait, I need to keep track of the points. Yes. My bad, sorry, I closed oh, my no worries. notes for a second. Let me get it out. And again. your money. So, you only spent two, one dollar. Two points. Wait, because um, I had the moonshine and the oh, punch you got, bowl. Right, 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 so, that's you. two dollars. That's fine. So I want to be fair. I guess. What would you do for, then, your tapas? Okay, so... I think that from there, I'm gonna go with this freaking $2 big old platter of nachos. All right. So, would you just have the platter by itself? Or how would you serve it, do you think? Well, I know the catering company's pretty strict, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. These people aren't just, like, having normal socializing time. They're drinking, like, very heavily. So, I mean, I'm straight up just, like, what I understand a big old platter of nachos to be is that, like, you know, these are probably some nachos with, like, some beans, cheese, maybe some peppers Mm -hmm. on them, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's, like, I know that these people are, like, going after it. Because they are trashed already. Mm-hmm. And we're not even close to mealtime. <laughs> like, this is the only food that exists. So, I mean, like, I'm just going to get the platter of nachos to start with. I think that's, you know, that's a safe bet and everything. <laughs> um, so far, though, nothing really for Jenny the mail carrier, who is into healthy and clean eating, so... Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to... Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, it depends on, like... It depends on the nachos. Hmm. Well, I'll say for $2, you do get a nice queso. It's like a queso blanco. It's not just, like, from a ballpark. Well, and I mean, it's not... They're not going to be, like, heavy on... I was assuming they were, like, a meatless nacho, so, like, they're not really going to be heavy on processed foods or anything. Okay. Which I could see, like... Jane the Mail Carrier probably doesn't want to drink all the nasty trash that we're drinking, and she's probably getting kind of upset that everybody's... Already right. shit blasted before mm. the foods actually come out. But, like, I do assume that, like, at least the nachos were, like, something that she could 
maybe right. get some enjoyment out of. Exactly. It's not the healthiest, but you know, it's not. It's not heinous. And it helps, you know, uh, guide into, um, what's the word? Socializing. <laughs> Whatnot. All right. So I guess, yeah, two points so far. And then, oh, as we're sitting down for the appetizers, a wrench has been thrown into the mix. Ruh-roh. Paris Hilton's dealer comes by selling Molly, fentanyl, and GHB. Ooh. Yeah, this party that you're having is taking a turn into very trashy. Which, I mean, maybe that's what you want with your trash can punch. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I figure Ramdas already jumped in on all three, but I don't know about the other folks. I figure Jenny's probably not too happy with any of that. Oh, yeah. She's just like, if you don't handle this well, she may leave. Um, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to be like, hey, I need to talk to you, Paris Hilton's dealer. Please step aside. Now, here, let me, let me get real with you, friendo. And what you need to do is... What you need to do is everybody just, like, who wants to do real bad drugs, just, like, go over into one of the rooms at the back of the house. Right. And other people can hang out here, and we will socialize around the food. And I'm just crossing my fingers, <laughs> hoping that it's, like, only going to be, like, two people that leave the room. Right. Okay. I'd say with that, Lily... Oh, no. Uh, wrong list. Again, Stamp and Perry Sultan are like, yeah, we're going to get fucking lit. And so they go <laughs> with the dealer in the back. And then, so you're just with the professor, Ramdas, and Jenny, the mail carrier. So yeah, better crowd overall. Uh, what about, um, oh, Kevin is the professor, my bad. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got confused. No worries. Um, sidebar, is this game working? Uh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was too much dead air. Or not. There's a lot to follow. I'm okay. trying my best. <laughs> I mean, we'll ha- we'll animate this. <laughs> sure, yeah. You'll, this is... you'll, you'll, you'll animate this? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll get somebody from Fiverr to do it. It'll basically look like jib-jab. Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes level mm-hmm. of animation. Okay. Be kicking missiles all over the place. <laughs> oh, thank God. That's, that's what this party needs. Uh, so. so do I get any points for artfully handling that situation? I will say... That, you know, Jenny feels definitely more comfortable now that these wild people are leaving. So I'm going to give you half a point. Hell yeah. That means I have two and a half points right now. So (laughs) what would you say for appetizers now? Okay, so appetizers. Well, first of all, the heavy drug people have disappeared into the back. Exactly. Um, I'm going to say round two appetizers options. Um, I'm going to bring out the customizable mini quiches. Very nice choice. So, I'm going to... just another $2. Right. Not too expensive, but still, you know, uh, get something light and healthy. And Any, Anything for my guests. R- you get some nice, uh, like, Gruyere and whatnot. I'm going to give you a plus, plus one for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you let the other guests know that the next round has started? Or do you just some, slide some quiches under the door? Um, you know, I'm not even going to bug them. Okay. 
because if they are taking all of the drugs that you just mentioned, I assume that they like do mm. not even care about food at this point. But, right. But, you know, yeah, sure, they can have some food if they want it. All right. So uh, what would you say for your main course, then? The main course. So let me look at this real quick, because the main course is really the last food offering that we've got. And I've spent six bucks right now. Mm. So I'm going to do... <laughs> uh, I'm going to do $3 um, of make your own paninis and All also right. uh, $3 roast beast from the Grinch. <laughs> All right. I was hoping somebody would pick that. Wait, but I can't do that because that would put me at $12. So I need to do oh yeah, one dollar of your own panini and three dollars of roast beast. So just like you know, Wonder Bread with the bologna and cheese. Well, no, it's got to be a panini. Oh, I mean, you can still make that out of those things <laughs> technically. So as you fire up the panini maker and then you carve the roast beast, uh, Paris walks back in and she's like, "Hey, by the way, that stamp guy OD'd." And then she leaves. So how do you handle this now? Stamp. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to do with Stamp. Uh, I will say she whispered it in your ear, so none of the other guests heard it. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm calling the wolf. The wolf of Wall Street? No. The wolf from Pulp Fiction. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, you know, just general fixer, and that's the dude that you call when you have something like somebody OD to your party and you don't want anybody to know about it. Right. You're very fancy party. Yeah, I mean, it's like, because I don't know if this person's alive or not, but I'm just like, ah, this, this person will be somebody who can handle it. Right. Okay. So, as the main course happens, uh, the wolf calmly goes into the room, and since you offered such a good choice of foods, and one of the fanciest roast beasts ever, I'm going to give you... Two and a half points. All right. Okay. So, and you have how many dollars left? None. Okay. <laughs> On to our... That was it. ...final contestant. Are you ready for this, Alex? Uh, okay, yeah. I'm going to try my best. Okay, I uh, believe in you. <laughs> okay. So, what would you say for your music? Okay. Well, I think it would really throw off Kate McKinnon if I played, like, her doing the Leonard Cohen song, like her <laughs> clip from, from SNL to her while she was here. I mean. Like, that would really mess her up. So I think that would be cool to play on loop in the background. <laughs> just nothing else? Yeah, just that, just on repeat, yeah. Okay. It'd be cool if there were screens, too, that were showing the video. <laughs> just, like, everywhere she looked. Just right. in, in a circle. It's like a panorama of her performing it. <laughs> so... When the guests arrive and she hears that, she looks at you and sh- shoots finger guns like, I know you're a funny guy. Uh, she loves it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's just like, okay, now I got to get a drink in these hands. What would you have sure. for your drinks? Okay, let's look at the list. Okay, homemade moonshine sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get, yeah, let's go with the homemade moonshine. I think that's a good, uh, that's All a good right, yeah. thing. So, the group, uh, goes to it. It goes over well with Daryl, who wants to cut loose, and Horp, since there's not many 
Added sugar is a carb. Wait, can you say Horp's thing again? Uh, he is a man who owns a cranberry bog. Okay, good. Wait, uh, okay, he cares about added sugars? Oh, yeah, like with Atkins, that's like you don't... Oh, okay, he's on Atkins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just pictured a man who owns a bog to mm-hmm. be like like a, sw- a swamp guy. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Honestly. Think... I mean, I, I like that vision. I'm not going to say no. Okay. But you can, you can have both. Um, so, everybody's drinking moonshine, and Ludine, who doesn't drink, though, is starting to be like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I guess have an appetizer. Yeah, it's not, or, yeah, not, not your problem. Like, uh, <laughs> you don't have to drink. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> what would be her options for tapas, then? Okay. Let's look at the ta- oh, drinks and tapas. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've had fondue before, and I've always been disappointed by it. Like, oh, it's no. not as good as it seems it, like it should be. Right, it's more of a novelty than anything. Wait, why isn't it good? Well, it, it, it's fine, but it's not as good as you would think it is when you drive oh. past a thing for the fondue restaurant like every day and then you finally go and then it's just like oh yeah this is just melted cheese okay right. yeah. uh so i'm gonna go with let's see i like i love pretzels but i don't like hummus uh, i'm gonna go with the nachos Na- nachos probably one of the best foods we'll go with that okay so it at least you know it definitely helps mellow out the moonshine of the group they're not getting too blasted mm-hmm. um so i will say since three people like the drinks i'm gonna give you Two points. Oh, hell yeah. Done great. Okay, so... And you're not spending that much money. So... And the whole time it's just the Hillary Clinton song. Exactly. So... (laughs) Is it like slowing down and getting deeper? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's getting... Yeah, I'm doing stuff with the song that (laughs) is maybe making people wonder if, like, they're they're going crazy. Yeah, (laughs) perfect. Chopped and screwed. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, as... As it gets to, like, a very slow rhythm of the song, the group sits down for their appetizer, starting to, like, get pretty blitzed. What for <laughs> round two? Okay. Uh, so I noticed you didn't write escargot. You wrote snails as one of the things we can hit. <laughs> exactly. Which is not the same thing. Which is off of um, the street. You're correct. I so I want to win the game, but I also think it would be funny to <laughs> serve snails. Okay. <laughs> well, so they might think that they yeah, have I, I have some money to spend here, so I'm gonna. Uh, one of the things I'm gonna do is snails. That's three dollars. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, gyoza and noki. I don't know what the. I, I I've had them, but I don't remember what they are. Right. So gyoza is uh, just like the. Uh, like the dumplings, right? Yeah, the steam fried dumplings. Yeah. And gnocchi's like uh, the potato thing. Okay, yeah. The steam fried dumplings are great. Yeah, so I'll go mm-hmm. with those. Sure. All That's right. only $1? No like, problem. I mean, honestly. So, yeah, the caterer just brings in a basket of the, like, the steam basket full of dumplings and uh, just a handful of snails crawling on their arm. What if you combine them? Well, do you offer that for your guests, or what do you think? <laughs> how, do, how would you go about this situation? Was, that, was the question, how do I offer the snails to my guests? Exactly. Uh, I get well. We could do a race. Like we could do a lot of cool stuff with the snails. <laughs> oh, like you can, you can set up a, a cool race. I uh, I like that. We could, we could each bet on one. Yeah, and we could maybe even let's see. We could use like a, 
I don't have any other good food that we could use for lanes. But, you know, we could figure out something to make lanes. I mean, I think that would be a good entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the middle. I, would... I think Horp would probably like that. <laughs> oh, uh, he would sure. feel just at home like the bug. Yeah. And, and the other people are probably pretty drunk at this point, so they would like that. Right. I would uh, say the caterer even pitches in like, hey, I have these, like, uh, dried pasta noodles you can use as lanes. Oh, great. Thank you so much. And it just becomes a great big thing. Yeah. So I'd say for that, that's a very good way of handling it. You're going to get <laughs> one and a half points. So after the race, half. they okay. eat the snails. Is that correct? <laughs> well. Uh, the ones who lose, you can eat. The ones who win, he gets a crown. And he, <laughs> he gets to be one of the guests. <laughs> He's the king of the party. Exactly. So if a snail <laughs> crawls on dried pasta for long enough, does the pasta thus become warm and wet enough to actually be edible? Maybe not edible, okay, but well, maybe cooked. Hopefully he's, hopefully he's crawling between the pasta, because that's the lanes. And if he's crawling on the pasta, that's going to slow him down, like if you drive off the course mm. in Mario Kart. So he's not going to get very far. Uh, but yeah, maybe you could. See, I was thinking like the bumpers in bowling, where it's like they're kind of assisting push it back toward the track, but it is still technically on the spaghetti. Or oh, whatever okay, pasta. Yeah. He would have to be boiling. So I forgot to do where you would rant, uh, where you would uh, roll the d6 at the beginning. I'm going to do that real quick. Okay. What, always... Why? What is the function of it? That's like where you got the um, bonuses and stuff. Oh. Okay, you rolled a three. You master the art of center, centerpieces plus two. Wow. I'm doing so good at this game. Honestly. And this is kind of one of the advantages of being a, a lifelong gamer right. is you get these kind of uh i swear it wasn't rigged reward. either for for the, the guest wait do you know what your centerpieces would be um let's see i i, I want to have something that's going to impress everybody so i think i could do like a mannequin with like a, a big wig on <laughs> that would kind of impress the hairdresser guest a full okay. mannequin. yeah and then i guess i could have like like maybe like a like a a train track that has an ambulance going around because then the EMT will love that. So then I can put that around oh the hairdressing thing. Customized. Yeah, they're just applauding as you bring them out. Yeah. And and the ambulance could maybe uh yo know, need a like a uh need to be fixed a little bit. So the mechanic will love that. Oh yes. Uh, and you could put the snail Kate on McKinnon top of it. Kate McKinnon already has enough because her her song is playing the whole time. <laughs> She's singing along and with it. <laughs> she loves it. And uh, I'm not worried about Horp, so I don't think he needs anything else special. Oh yeah, he you know he's got his moonshine and he's just snail. like excited to be in a building that has electricity. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he hates it. I don't know. Like a guy like that, maybe he's been out in the bog so long he loves it. <laughs> right, and or any time that he's just like, oh, I'm on dry land. Finally, I have some time to air out all these gills. <laughs> time to get your dry legs. You back. think he? You think he has gills? <laughs> he could have both. Both what? Both Lungs? a mouth for breathing and gills. You think he's a fish man? I mean, I wasn't the one to say that he was a swamp monster in this group. I didn't say he's a swamp monster. <laughs> I just said he's a swamp guy. Well, Ra- I thought Rachel did. No, you jumped to that conclusion yourself. Okay, well, I guess I he's think you've got a little bit fine. Of... He doesn't have gills to make him more No, that's interesting. fine. He I could think be he the should. guy from Shape of Water. That's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We'll return to that later. He's horny. 
Um, so for all these very horny guests, <laughs> what would this main course be? Okay, well, roast beast is obviously the best one, but I can't pick that. It's already been taken. Well, I'll, um, I'll allow it. No, it's no, it's not not interesting enough. Okay, roast beast. Everyone hears roast beast and they immediately want to eat it. And to have finally have the chance to do that, uh, I would love it. Uh, veal, unethical. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, as a, as like a cost benefit thing for like how fucked up it is when you think about like how veal is made. It doesn't taste that good, so it's not really worth it. Exactly. I'm giving you um, snaps. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> Am I getting snaps? Yeah. I love it. Uh, okay, so do I get extra? I don't. I probably don't get extra points for having money left over because I'm doing pretty good on money. I mean, uh, so so I guess I'll just have like a big crazy three dollar pizza. Okay. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put everything on there. Nice. Even snails. <laughs> right. Just like a, uh, a giant one that like with eighty slices. Sure, yeah. Or or a normal one with 80 really small slices. Either one is fine. Just <laughs> right. all, all kinds of toppings on there, yeah. Egg, uh, spaghetti, all the all the <laughs> things that you want on there. Chuck E. Cheese has a pot, as, as, it's like their signature pizza has spaghetti on it. Oh, oh wow. Lord. Wait, like spaghetti it's, with sauce? Like, Yeah, it's spaghetti and meatballs, yeah. Oh, and it, it's got pieces of spaghetti on it. It sounds disgusting, but that's like their thing. Can I get it delivered? Is it delivered? I think Chuck E. Cheese might, they might at least do Postmates. Yeah, they do a Postmates, I bet. Yeah. Oh, Tim's trying to do a sound. Okay. I've never considered cross-species intercourse. Speaking of Shape of Water. Yeah, he said cross-species intercourse. That's from Mass Effect. That's when you sleep with uh, the Grasshopper Man. What a good game it sounds like. There's Grasshopper Man? Yeah. Wait, have you seen, have you played Mass Effect? Yeah, who's the grasshopper? Uh, is, is that one assassin guy? Uh, Garrus the the Turian. Garrus the grasshopper. Oh. You know, I what don't mean? think I didn't. Is he supposed to be a grasshopper? Well, that's how I interpreted it. Uh, I never thought of him as a grass. I just thought of him as a weird alien. Yeah, I guess I kind of. That's how I connected to it. His legs are kind of fucked up and look like grasshopper legs to me. The coolest thing in Mass Effect is that there's just a whole race of like blue girls who are and they're all hot and they all like you can just do whatever you want with us and it's cool yeah and you're allowed and and it's uh i love that it's just a cool thing to think about (laughs) uh, why they made them like this wasn't that like (laughs) yeah they were down to clown too like they were green ladies in star trek i don't know about that i can't speak to look it up and talk about it next week in star trek basically it was just from one week to the next there were ladies in whatever colors they could get like makeup of just grease paint and they all loved william shatner who doesn't hey who doesn't that's what i'm saying everybody does no matter where it goes whatever planet uh tim are you compiling the points well, I was hoping you all were doing that. Uh, do you just well, have wait, your did totals? I, did I get any points for my for my great pizza? Yeah, I mean, everybody loves pizza, so... <laughs> Why are you so, like, reticent about it? Well, I don't want to just, like, give away the win, because there may be a special bonus round. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, fine. <laughs> for everybody, not just you. But you get one okay. point for the pizza. Alex, are you good on time? This is... Apparently uh, yeah, never ending. Fine. Okay. We can take a break if need be. 
because I need to stretch my legs no. real quick. Also, you, sp- you spelled appetizers wrong, but I, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I did. I was wondering if it was on purpose, like you were having a little fun with it. Well, what's the difference? Appetizers. I don't know. Maybe you should get points to the doctor. That's all. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, one of them refers to appetite, which is an actual thing, and one refers to apatite, which who the hell even knows what that is. Lola's just glaring at me right now. I'm getting no support. Okay, everybody is just having such a grand time that they're the hard outs that they're like, well, maybe they don't matter as much. So dessert is happening now. But I do remember that, what is it, nobody has any money left? No, yeah, I'm broke. Yeah, we all spent all our money, dude. Okay, I guess we're going to have to think of other ways that I already have listed. <laughs> so, Rachel. Yeah. Options for dessert. You can go to your neighbor. Uh, you already attempted to... I mean, you already did give sex to the <laughs> caterer, so that's Oral. out of the question. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, yeah. according to Bill Clinton's definitions, that's not really sex. Uh, <laughs> I see your you, point, though. You can raid your fridge and pantry to try to make a chopped-style dessert. Hmm. Or look through your coupon book. Ooh. Uh, I'll go to my neighbor. Okay. So, knock, knock, knock. And how do you ask for just a random dessert for a party they were not invited to? Uh, who is my neighbor in this fantasy? Um, not a celebrity, just like, oh, they're just like a clerk. A clerk? Yeah, at a bank. Is it Kevin Smith? No, I said it at a bank. Yeah, okay, well. It's Edward Snowden, the bank is a front. Uh... Yeah, I'll just invite him to the shindig. I'll wave some absinthe under his nose and try to hypnotize him. And be like, hey, can you bring brownies or whatever? (laughs) Yeah, like whatever you got. Okay, we're going to roll. You got a five. He wants to come, but he's like, I got nothing. I'm also on Atkins, (laughs) so I don't do dessert. Do you still want to bring him? Do I bring him? Yeah. Fuck no. (laughs) Okay, go on a rant like about later, how dude. diet's dumb. You slam his door in his face. <laughs> yeah. And then your final score is as is. Sure. Eric, oh, same yeah. choices. And now you can also sex the caterer. Oh, uh, this was a really uh, strict all about the rules caterer, right? Yeah, that is true. So, but maybe they want to, you know, blow off some steam. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm really sure that... For this. I'm sure that since they love following the rules so much that what they really want is for me to totally dominate them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to give you advantage. Okay. And you rolled. Oh, my gosh. Your highest was an eight. So they're like, "Uh, I really want to. But I'm I mean, I'm so close to getting that assistant manager gig. Sorry. Your final score stays as is. And you're embarrassed, so you lose points. Exactly. Everybody's embarrassed sees it. at all. Also, you have a dying body in the other room, so <laughs> that's not good. I mean, I've been drinking freaking Evan Williams Green Label Fruit Punch and Moonshine all night. I don't have any embarrassment left. <laughs> all right. So, Alex, your choices are chopped style raiding your fridge or looking through your coupon books. And uh, hopefully one of the coupons will be that you get something for just free. Is oh, yeah. That, is that the... Oh, yeah. They have those. Like, hey, a free... Buy know, zero, get one. You get a scoop of ice cream. 
Oh, just yeah, in, in your hand. Okay, and I, <laughs> I don't have an. Op- I guess I don't have a caterer, so I don't have any option to seduce him. Right. Damn. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll. Yeah, I'll look through my coupon book. Okay. You rolled. Is that the roll. Yeah. Or you got a seven. So okay, is that good? You uh, you get one free crispy beef taco at Taco Bell. <laughs> Okay, and that's my dessert. Okay. Yes. Interesting. For, for these five people and you. And what what is a, a crispy beef taco? Is that that's the uh, the crunchy show? Oh yeah. Okay, crunchy beef taco. Okay, yeah. Well, I can split that in fives. Yeah, that's fine. It's kind of like a pie. <laughs> like in England, they, pie. Yeah. In England, yeah, they do that. And also, I could kind of like uh, you know maybe like wrap it up in paper and make it look like a fancy thing. Like <laughs> like you're gonna want this this uh, this piece of uh, uh, taco, right? And I think that could impress someone. I guess. I think okay for that they're so drunk they're just like, well I don't even know what's happening at this point. So, I will say you're not deducted for you know any of those crimes. Okay. So what are our scores? I think I got a 1.5, right? Oh, total? I don't mm-hmm. remember. Damn, that's bad. Yeah. I don't think I did good. No, you were on the steampunk angle for way too long. <laughs> okay, I had a vision. Eric? I had six points. You had six? Okay. And Alex? <laughs> okay, well, I have 5.5. 5. Oh, no way. That was close. Yeah, so... I was g- close. I guess if you... Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck now. I'm pissed <laughs> off now. Fuck this. That's fair. I tried so hard. <laughs> I mean, God. got so far, but in the end, it didn't even matter. You would think the dying body would diminish the points. Yeah, you would, DM. You would think that, but I guess not. I can give participation trophies like you millennials fucking love. Tim, do you have any sound effects left? I have one, I think. One sec. You have one. Okay, I'll play yours. I can tell you're an inquisitive type, a little skeptical. And that you don't believe in ghosts. Oh my fucking god, it's Nancy Drew. <laughs> Nancy Drew. Oh shit. Did you play those? I have all of the Nancy Drew games. Oh, oh my god. My yes. god. Now, before you get too excited, I've only played one of them. <laughs> okay. You just Which found one? a box set? My friend bought me them. They were on sale and he bought me them uh, as a joke. And Dude. so I have them all now. Amazing. Uh, that was. Uh, I think they they're probably okay games. The one I played is called The White Wolf of Icicle Creek. I don't know if you played that. One. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mostly there were like three that I played all. The- mm-hmm. uh, Carnival one, and I don't even know any. Uh, oh, actually, there were two more. There was like one. I think it was like in New Orleans, and then there was uh, some European like bed and breakfast. Oh, dang, one. I only remember the first two, but yeah. So, the oh, White and there was Wolf a Hollywood one. School Creek took place at like a ski lodge, where there were these murders happening. Okay. Uh, and like the story ended up being that like this guy who was like a Russian agent was murdering people there to try to get the ski lodge shut down because he found out that there's a uranium mine <laughs> under the ski lodge, that is and he weird. wanted to get the uranium, I guess, to build nuclear weapons for <laughs> Russia. So it was it was a pretty insane story. That's yeah, pretty different from the ones that I played. Usually, it was like a secret (laughs) fortune that someone was trying to inherit. Yeah, now this one had uh, political intrigue. Yeah, apparently. I'm gonna say though, like some overtones. I'm sure it's like it's a little crazy, but it's also like not that far fetched. (laughs) 
Well, no, I think it is because how is he like the <laughs> like the ski lodge is located in America? Like, how, what was the plan to get this? <laughs> right. Well, you just set up a fake ski lodge where it's really a mining operation. Yeah, and then I guess you have to somehow yeah just you get use, the uranium. Out. You just you be know. a really shifty Russian. Sort you of use an aquifer scheming to somehow um, send all of the uranium. Yeah, I in think it actually boats. wasn't Russian. It was from like it was from a smaller Eastern European country. Uh, I don't remember where it was. It was specific. Hmm. Uh, and you go through these mines, and like there's like they're lit up with uranium lamps, and Nancy Drew just walks right by them. <laughs> I think she she probably has cancer now. <laughs> right. Nancy's probably pretty fucked up. She's she... just carrying all of them in her pockets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some good ones. Like there's some ones where you can like call the Hardy Boys and stuff. And oh my god, I love it. Oh, they, they exist in the same universe? That's yeah, cool. like you call them on the cell phone and you have, like, banter. Because I, I know she... Another thing that, mm-hmm. was, that was weird about, like, you had to, like, cook for people at the ski lodge for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they like to do that. Yeah, I don't know what, what like, that part of the game There's was. There's some was good like, ways that you can remind people of uh, her woman's place, which... Uh, <laughs> there There's, in the European it, one, she, like, has to dance for money. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, she like, yeah, like, she dresses in a cat she, suit. She is a child, right? Uh, no, I, no, she's a young adult. I don't know how old Wait, she is. Uh, but. Uh, what, what, what's the one where she has to dress in a cat suit? <laughs> uh, it's like in Venice, I think, or something like that. But there's, you have to play a game where they'll play a sound and you do the dance move with it. And it's like a full okay. black suit. You don't know what that game's called? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think just a couple keywords will probably pull it up. And then you just okay, play I'll through look- all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll look into that. That sounds okay. good. Um, I remember it being pretty good. I will say for yeah. this I don't image... I'm oh, sorry. I don't know what Nancy Drew looks like, but well, I guess I'll find out. Uh, yeah, in that one, she's definitely like not visible because it's a full like bondage leather suit. But... Oh, my Lord. So you can kind of <laughs> just fill in the, <laughs> fill in the blanks. But this great image that was just dropped into the oh. chat, that does give so you to, two points. I need to keep track. So you're oh, wow. the winner. No. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. I, accept, I accept my loss with pride. Okay. <laughs> well, it is a very good drawing. That's all I'll say. And this is also what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a chiptune version of a Blink-182 song. Okay. Yeah. Five stars. It just has to do with video games because uh, it's chiptunes. Because those beeps and boops. I kind of cheated with that one, but... I mean, it no, sounds what, like a video game. No, what games are from? Oh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket for the SNES. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, are we ready for... We have two anchor messages. Um... I forced my friends to call in patches for the quilt. Wait, are they from people that I know? Yeah. Are they from people that I think are cool? I think so. I'm excited then. Okay. We are going to play the anchor song. Ah, for just one time, I would take special new anchor FM message. To find the hand of Franklin reaching for the Beaufort Sea. Yes, we sail upon a sea of words. 
Indeed. So we have two submissions for the quilt, um, and I'll just go ahead and let them rip. Hello, this is Tasha. So my quilt patch would be a uterus with a bunch of flowers surrounding it and weaving throughout it, followed by a perimeter of foxes holding hands. Bye. Sam, pretty fierce. Agreed. I hope she's, you know, using her turn signal safely. <laughs> she was, yeah, pointing in the opposite direction of what she was going to turn into. <laughs> and, uh, okay, the other one is from producer Jessica. I didn't listen to hers, but it is titled Kill Me Now, so. <laughs> proofs to be good. Hey, guys. Jessica here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I think for my patch... Um, not to be super original or anything, but probably be a cat. And to go off the Munchausen theme from the bonus app, it would be holding a spoon full of purple poison. And then it would have, like, crossed out, like, X's for eyes. I kind of think that'd be a cool tattoo. Anyway, that's my patch. And its tongue would be, like, hanging out the side or something like that. Happy birthday, Rachel! Okay, cool. Nice. This is turning out to be a very interesting quilt, I have to say. Yeah, those were both good. Yeah, so that's our audio friendship quilt. Um, Alex, you're invited to do a patch whenever you feel so inclined. Yeah, I'll call in when I think of one. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I, had, I had like a simple, but now I'm hearing these. And they're so <laughs> yeah. Much better. yeah, they're kind of blowing up the game a little bit, getting a little avant-garde. Oh, wow. This is what the cat suit looks like? That is not what I expected. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. It's a big disappointment. Yeah, I posted oh. it on the Discord. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I have a certain way that I remember it. She just looks like, she just looks like Batman. <laughs> kind of. like You I don't mean, find that central? The way she's just bopping? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I don't know how much money she's going to be able to get for this, though. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, now we're going to see what we've always dreaded would come, which is millennials killing the cat dancer industry. Yes. Ooh, I found a whole Tumblr page called Catsuit Nancy Drew. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow, okay. How did I not know about this? You think it'd be shut down once they, you know, change yeah. their policies. <laughs> uh, we should report okay, this. Okay, so that, that looks like it's just their name. They don't just talk about Catsuit Nancy oh, Drew. But they, just, they, just, they, just, they just like the name. Damn. Okay, I can't appreciate that, but, you know, a little bit of that content wouldn't be too bad. Um, Tim, did you play all your sounds? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I think you have a zero. Oh, right, right. Bonus sound. Tim looks angry. Is this a Vocaloid? No, it's Isabel from Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing, dude. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I thought you'd recognize you know. it. Uh, okay. I think we're ready for plugs. Sure. Okay. Um, who, does anyone want to go first? Um, not me. Okay. Well, I was just going to plug Dragula. Oh. Because now I like it. Oh, yeah. Season one, lots of fun. Season two. Boo. Season three. Don't oh, kill me. Don't kill me. <laughs> Every one of them, five stars. Yeah. It's on, season two and three is on Netflix now. 
Okay, good. Yes. Do you have any other plugs? Um, follow my Instagram. Play the new card game from the Lunch Pod. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks lunch, very, Five card lunch. It looks very fun. I do have a question. Right. Yes, <laughs> did you request? The burrata? Wait. You can do it, yeah. I mean, you can add it on your own. You can add your own cards. We're, we're keeping it open to everyone. I like it. Is Was the gun inspired by the use of Exodia from Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> okay, well, I guess it is kind of like that, right? It's the same, like, high-risk-reward thing, mm-hmm. whereas it's, it's, har- it's hard to get them all in the same place. But I will say I only know Exodia from, from memes. I never, I never uh, watched or played Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, that'll be for your next apology segment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I guess as a kid, I was very elitist, and I was like, I'm not going to get involved in Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh! or Neopets, because like, I already got Pokemon. I got the real thing, right? Oh, but I guess I, I, I probably should have got more involved in the other things, because they all have their... Well, as long as you have one, you're good. Oh, uh, yeah, Pokemon was kind of like a gateway drug for me. Oh, yeah. Of owning things. Like collecting of, of owning things, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of owning living things, which yeah, like is something that you love, <laughs> creatures, and having them do my bidding. Yes. Here's the trick, though: is uh, pretty sure uh, Tim had a dual deck, by the way. Shin Megami Tensei was actually the original, dual disc. and Pokemon just made it where it wasn't like weird genital-looking monsters that were battling. Which ones look like genitals? Um, Shin Megami Tensei. If you ever look up uh, that series. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, th- that's also Persona, which is a really good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's part of the same uh, universe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's got the same enemies. Also, it's a very cute Mothman. If you look up the uh, Persona Mothman, he's they basically good. take like all of the gods from a bunch of like world religions and then just like yeah. make crazy versions of them, like gods and demons and stuff. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, and Mothman. also there, there's also chemtrails in there. Like there's like <laughs> you can like there's Hindu gods, and then also one of the enemies is a chemtrail. Uh, it's a cool game. No, it's like those. a it's a wild game. That that yeah. <laughs> that franchise is pretty awesome. Is that your play? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, play all of them. Um, uh, you can find them for uh, 3ds pretty easily. They have like some of the newer portable ones, and then like the Persona series, like. I don't know. They were on the various PlayStations. Um, I think the earliest ones you might have to like find some ROMs of like some old systems or something because I think they were only out in Japan. But basically, like Pokemon hit here before Shin Megami Tensei did, and so they didn't put a lot of effort into trying to get into that market for a little while. But yeah, and I mean they're very thematically much different. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, there's like some of the mechanics that are kind of the same. But, like, they also diverged from that a lot, too. So, to be fair, it really became its own thing. It's kind of weird that they, like, got labeled, got, like, lumped in together early on. Persona's good. I wanted to play Persona, but but then I saw a guide on Polygon that was, like, you have to invest a whole bunch of time in it. That kind of intimidated Uh, me. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a JRPG, so it's, like, 100 hours long. So that that is, uh, that's going to be a downside. (laughs) It if sounded like there was a person. lot of, like, you had to organize a schedule or something, like, very... Uh, no, uh, if you're, like, uh, like going to, like, min-max everything, but if you just play it casually, it's fine. Okay. Don't worry about that. Okay. That's better, because it seems like something I would like. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's a good game. Persona, okay. you can just, and you don't have to play them in order. You can just play the fifth one. It's fine. Oh, okay. 
I will. Um, I have one more video game thing that I thought of, which is we've been playing The Sinking City, which is H.P. Lovecraft game. And it's a detective game. And it's pretty good. Uh, they address racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one Trigger of my, warning. One of my, favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite parts so far was you get to um, confront a clan member and basically tell him he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Which I was just like, it's weird to include the Ku Klux Klan in this, except that it's H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's kind of like they're making up for his... Uh... Well, it's like they're trying to confront it, but it's also like a really funny, like the ways that they try to confront it. Because it's like they'll have a bunch of characters who are like sort of fantasy racist, and then like you get, to tell, a, you get to tell dudes. a KKK member that they're a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's been fun. It's pretty uh, cool animation. Lovecraft. Lovecraft is cool because he got like so scared about like people who didn't look like him moving into his neighborhood that he like imagined that they're like <laughs> el- elder gods or like fish people. Yeah, it's the like, coolest from- thing you could do with racism. <laughs> yeah, that's just tr- just kind of like channel that energy uh, in that way. Yeah, and t- just make uh, it Cthulhu. Yeah, j- yeah, or like they're they're the fish people. Yeah. We're, we're kind of we're kind of coming full circle to like all of the the weird anti-Semitic mythical beast that we talked about earlier. <laughs> Actually. Eating some pumpkin bread. Oh, I'm uh, all about it. Well, Alex, thank you for being on. Do you have any uh, plugs that you wanted to throw out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you did um, at the start, but uh, definitely listen to the Lunch Podcast. Uh, you can find that on Twitter. Yeah, probably. you're on a network now. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, are we on a network? Not sure. Not sure if it's a scam. Yeah, I heard it was a cult. It's it maybe a cult. Okay, um, we do that. They have the password to the lunch podcast account, which I don't have. Oh. Which, so it, it, it seems unfair in some ways. But yeah, we're on Buzzcast now. Look up Lunch Podcast, uh, and also uh, every week I'm on a uh, a role playing podcast with uh, Greggy and uh, and Andrew, who is on this podcast. Yes, and uh, and some other people. So check that out. Uh, Roleplayersawonderful.com. dot com. Yeah, it's very good. Five it's a stars. good time. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, does anyone have any final words? <laughs>